you may identify the saeta when we talk about the relationship between flamenco and Easter. The saeta is sung at the passing of processions and in other acts of Lent. However, in the past, it was another flamenco palo that was also related to Easter. In episode 7 of the podcast Forgotten Sounds of Flamenco, I will tell you about which flamenco palo was also listened to during Easter. And we will listen to some of the oldest saetas written in scores. Don't miss it. Sounds that once were listened. Sounds that once were enjoyed. Sounds that once were danced. Sounds relegated to oblivion. And yet, there is still something we can do for them. Let us summon them. Let us summon them. Welcome to the podcast Forgotten Sounds of Flamenco. My name is Jose Miguel Hernández Jaramillo and I invite you to enroll in this journey through the sounds, stories, spaces and people that were part of the 19th century flamenco. Hi there, how are you? Easter is coming and as you know, it is a week that is lived very intensively in Andalusia and other regions of Spain. I am from Seville and in those days the city is transformed. So that you can understand well, Easter transcends religious fat and is lived in a very intense way. As you probably know, the relationship of flamenco with Easter is materialized in the Saeta a cappella song sung from the street or balconies during the processions. It is not so common to hear this song out of this context. It is a palo that is usually only sung at this time of the year, during Lent and Easter. Already in 1822, some saetas were published in a newspaper of Cadiz, with religious lyrics but not necessarily associated with Easter. In 1841, Saetas already appeared as an Easter song in Córdoba, Spain. We have documents that show that in the 19th century, the Saetas were sung and even played with some instruments, as we will see later. We don't have recordings of Saetas from the 19th century, only from the beginning of the 20th century. Listening to these early Saetas, we can already perceive that they are different from the ones we hear today, which have undergone a transformation through the 20th century. The old Saeta was shorter, less ornamented, usually with only one verse. Nowadays, on the other hand, Saetas are longer, the lyrics can contain more than one verse, and they are very ornamented, which means that the duration is also much longer. In fact, the saeta is usually sung when the costaleros or person that carries the pasos with the images are resting. Normally, these stops are very short, only two, three, four minutes. On many occasions, the procession should continue even if the saeta didn't finish yet. The processions, at least in Seville, always have a restriction of schedules that they have to fulfill. The saeta has now become a song where people can show off their vocal skills. 100 years ago, it was not like that. The saeta was a very direct song, perhaps hence the name of saeta, that in Spanish is synonymous as an arrow. Well, although the first saetas were recorded, as I said, at the beginning of the 20th century, or at most at the last years of the 20th century, we have received musical samples of the saeta in the 19th century. 
Sometimes they are just vocal transcriptions containing only the melodic line of the song, but in other cases we can find scores of saetas of concert works or zarzuelas. One of the oldest saetas written in a score can be found in the album Cantos Españoles. We can translate it as Spanish Songs by Eduardo Ocon from Málaga, published in 1874. In this case, Ocon only transcribes the melody of the saeta, which we are going to listen, interpreted by an oboe in my computer. Other composers created saetas for instruments such as the piano. We are listening to a saeta for piano by the civilian composer Eduardo Fuentes. This work is composed at the beginning of the 20th century and not only includes the saeta itself, but it tries to reproduce on the piano the structure of the saeta recordings at that time. It begins with a cornet and armed solo then a fragment of a march by a military band, and finally the saeta. Fuentes included all of this in a work for piano. Those low pitches we are hearing in the piano imitates the drums, and the saeta begins now. In 1921, another composer from Seville, Manuel Fondeanta, included two saetas in one of his compositions, the song entitled Querer Cañí Saetas Sevillanas. This song was composed for the singer Dora la Cordobesita. We will listen to two fragments of this work containing two saetas. If you listen carefully, you may know both saetas because Manuel Fondeanta used them in two of his works. I will send to you a little gift if you write in the comments of the YouTube video of this episode which were the two compositions from Manuel Fondeanta. I will send you the full piece, a very unknown work. The first of the saeta of this work is the following. Later in this work, Dora la Cordobesita sings another saeta that sounds like this on the piano. 
you can see in this podcast, the 19th century always surprised us. If we combine the 19th century and the peteneras, it results in an explosive combination. And one of those surprises that I found a few years ago reviewing the press of the 19th century was a story that tells us that the Saeta was not the only flamenco song in the Easter processions. Still, there was another palo that was also used. And do you know which one it was? Yes, the petenera, our petenera. The writer Luis Bonafux described a stay in Seville in 1881 during Easter. When he describes some of the scenes that surprised him in the night between Thursday and Friday, known in Seville as the Madruga, he mentioned the following a mob of altar boys who sang peteneras to the Virgin Mary. Can you imagine those altar boys in front of the images singing peteneras in chorus? It really doesn't surprise me. We are in 1831, only two or three years after, let's say, the explosion of popularity of the petenera. I think it would be unthinkable today to see something like that in any procession in Seville or other part of Andalusia or Spain. In the 19th century, our peteneras were part of the usual soundtrack of the Easter processions. Finally, another fact that relates the flamenco and Easter is the presence of melodies of flamenco songs in processional marches. On this, we can find several examples. Perhaps the most curious one we find it in the march entitled Nuestra Señora de Palma, dedicated to the Virgin of Madre de Dios de la Palma of the Brotherhood of the Cristo de Burgos in Seville. This march was composed in 1927 by Manuel López Farfán, the same musician who composed other famous marches such as Pasan los Campanilleros or Estrella Sublime. And do you guess which flamenco palo contains this march? Yes, a petenera! As I said, we are going to find peteneras everywhere. We are listening to the march interpreted by a military band, Julian Cerdán, recorded live in a concert in 2003, which has been kindly provided by the website Patrimonio Musical. This website is wonderful because you can listen to hundreds of concerts for free. You can find it in patrimoniomusical.com. I strongly recommend it. Well, pay attention because now the melody of the petenera interpreted by the saxophones is about to begin. Surprising, isn't it? Our petenera is sung by altar boys and played by a military band behind a sorrowful Virgin Mary. As you can see, the relationship of flamenco with Easter went beyond the interpretation of Saetas. I hope you liked this episode. 
If you are in Spain these days and you listen to In the Streets this March, Nuestra Señora de Palma, please remember this episode and let me know. I will be pleased if you subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Evox, Google Podcasts or YouTube and share it in your social media. You can also follow us in Facebook or Instagram. I wish you a very happy Easter and see you in two weeks.